Welcome to episode number 38 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the live short live free podcast where three mostly unqualified gun lovers talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and usually about 27 topics that we didn't plan on. Tonight we do plan on talking about um, the Kimber, R- Kimber R7, is it Mako or Mako? I'm going to go with Mako. The Matador Arms Montgo 9, the Holosun Ames, and and more. Some, some fun stuff we got coming up. Uh, our panel tonight is made up of Mr. Andrew Johnson, along with Sam, the owner of Shyworks. Now I'm your host, Box. This show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator and ballistic imagery. Sam, what's going on at Shyworks? Well, today I was doing a, a pair of ARs, uh, Iowa State and Iowa, um, and that's that's what we do generally is somebody give us an idea of something they want, a design for a gun, and we custom design it and uh, and, and slap it on there, make it look however they want to look. Uh, we are Cerakote certified, um, and it, is, it will last a lifetime, and we can do all sorts of stuff too as far as stippling, laser engraving, NFA engraving. We got back plates magazines, mag bases, every, all sorts of stuff on the website, shyworks.com. So uh, go to shyworks.com and check it out. Use coupon code LSLF10, and you will get 10% off of uh, everything in your cart. Hmm. You were supposed to talk more of the video is still playing. <laughs> well, I can keep talking if you like. I mean, no, I'm, that's I'm, fine. I'm, it's, I'm just... it's mostly my fault. I was spaced off and uh, <laughs> didn't start it soon enough. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, we're also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, lifestyle shots for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a full-blown commercial. Whatever ideas you might have, if it involves a camera, bring it to Ballistic. Or if you're uh, just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com and use code Gears and Beers for 10% off your order. Ballistic imagery, bulletproof, bulletproof quality, sear felt self. <laughs> Boy, I really fucking butchered that one, huh, guys? <laughs> See for yourself on Facebook, Instagram, and ballisticimagery.com. I swear pretty I take sure. better, t- better, better pictures than I talk. I'm pretty sure on the last podcast, I nailed that, and you just absolutely... Well, yeah. in my defense, I have a terrible fucking echo in my ears that's why i have this one off so i can kind of hear myself talk i should turn it off but i'm afraid i'll fuck something up and ruin the entire stream so i'm just gonna deal <laughs> with it at this point that's a legitimate fear <laughs> so johnson you said before the show oh don i'm definitely gonna have another beer i have an unopened one sitting over there too Johnson, speaking of beers, you said you have an interesting yes, one. What do you got there? I do. Um, I actually just grabbed this. We had Casey's Pizza for dinner tonight, and while I was there picking it up, I saw uh, this here is Big Grove Brewery, and it's called Arms Race. And I can't see a beer named Arms Race and not buy it. Oh, yeah. So it's an American strong pale ale, so it's like a mix between a pale ale and an IPA. It is definitely strong. I will say that it's a definite strong hop flavor. It's hoppy, huh? Mm-hmm. Does, it like, tastes though. like gunpowder, and is it like what? What did you say? What kind was it? An IPA? It's like a mix between a pale ale and an IPA. Oh, so it's not like super, super hoppy. 
it's not super happy, but it does definitely have like a, you know, Bang. yeah, yeah. It's got some punch to it. I always kind of like view hops as like almost like what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like you're drinking a pine tree or something. I don't, maybe, yeah. that's, I don't know. Just kind of, kind of weird. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of really hoppy stuff. Like most IPAs, not a fan of that means it's a mix. I might enjoy. Yeah. I don't think you would. If you don't like IPAs, you're not going to like this. No. The, the hops that they use in this are like a, they're really like floral flavored. Like they're very aromatic and it's, it's pretty serious hop flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't gotten anything exciting. I'm just drinking uh, the old Mick ultra. Actually, this was uh left uh, at golf stock. So hell, I might as well drink it. Yep. <laughs> God, I love these comments. What's up fellas and box. <laughs> <laughs> and also hops taste like the color green to me. I, you know, what does green taste like exactly, Miles? And how you know, much weed have you smoked tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Box? I'm drinking shop, Shock Top, Belgian White. Nothing that's fancy. pretty good stuff. That's it's one of the best things that Prano really, here in our little town has to offer. Well, that's not saying yep. they don't have fucking anything down there. Uh, true. I was walking this in is there true. thinking, oh, maybe they'll have something different this time. And I'm let down every single time. Well, have you been into the, the new grocery store? They got a decent supply of uh, alcoholic beverages. I guess I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Nice, nice little, uh, nice little uh, supply of them there. Go ahead and check it out. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go ahead and check it out. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> okay. Before we get started with the actual show here, guys, and uh, we're not just going to blabber on the whole fucking night. Sam was posting earlier about having some exciting stuff that we wanted to announce. We now have... Oh, no, I didn't mean to hit that. Stop it. <laughs> how's, how's that stream deck going for you, Box? I tapped it with my knuckle when I was fucking with my... <laughs> I'm going to move that a little bit further away. <laughs> Things are going good. It's a good night, guys. Anyways, we now have a Subscribestar account. We have several tiers ranging from $2 to $25 a month. Uh, Sam, how about you tell us a little bit more about what we have going on with uh, Subscribestar? Yeah, absolutely. If you guys are not familiar with Subscribestar, it is similar to Patreon. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, uh, what that is, it's just a way for content creators um, to bring in a little bit of, of, of money to kind of reimburse them for um for what they're putting out up until this point everything that we've done we've never been monetized on anything everything has been paid out of pocket and we're not making any money off of this the only reason we do it is because we enjoy it we love sitting here and talking about you know freedom and guns and these things and we love talking to you guys that's the main reason the only reason we do this um so what subscribe star is it's a monthly subscription service and there is um, there is four different tiers. Starting at the lowest one is fifty cents a uh, fifty cents per episode. Obviously, we have four episodes a month. That comes out to about two bucks uh, two bucks a month. So that's well less than even one cup of coffee 
um, for the month. Um, then the next one is a, you got a dollar an episode, two fifty an episode, so on and so forth. Um, but we're not just asking for donations from you guys. We're, we are actually providing you, um, providing you things as well. Um, so you get things and you're, you're, you have access to exclusive content when you do these things like the lowest, $2 a month is 50 cents an episode. You get full access to, to all the exclusive content that we post over there and uncensored podcasts. That's a big thing. If you don't like hearing it go beep, beep every time that we're cussing on the, on the normal podcast, which is frequently, which is <laughs> so, some episodes it's like, there's probably more beeping than anything going on, but that's, that's all done with done and away with. Um, so you can, you, you don't have to listen to any of that stuff and also access to exclusive shirts, um, exclusive gear patches. This is one of the shirts that we made. This will be the exclusive shirt of uh, subscribe star subscribers, slamming pews, slamming brews, and shooting pews. Um, so that's only going to be accept- be accessible to our subscribe star um, listeners. And then the different tiers it just goes up. Um, you can get entered in Patreon only giveaways. You get fifteen percent off on the website. Um, the one, the next highest one, you get a a patch and a sticker and ex- early access to exclusive deals and new products. So just go and check it out. We'll post the, uh, we'll post the link down here and, um, you can go and go and take a gander at it and let us know what you think. Um, and if you like what we're doing here every time or every week, uh, we would, we would greatly appreciate your support. And, uh, that's all we're asking just is just go and go and check it out. So, uh, you guys got anything to add to that? No, you did a wonderful job explaining it. I did, um, but you caught me off guard, so now I can't think. <laughs> yeah, so if you just go to subscribestar.com, you can search Life Short Live Free if um, if you don't use the link that we throw in the comments here. Um, like you said, there's anything ranging from 2 4 and 10 bucks a month. Otherwise, you can be you know, a full-on sponsor at uh, 25 bucks a month to you know, sponsor an episode. Um, yeah. Head on over to subscribe star, check it out. All kinds of cool stuff going to be on there. Cool. It's not only fans. That's something totally different where we only post the gay stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got one of those too, but you know, um, I'm trying to post this link here. So for whatever reason, it keeps getting here. way you jacked want, up. You want me to, I got the link right here. Uh, yeah. Post it on Facebook. If you can, every time I do it, it tries to tag one of my friends and I can't, I can't post it without tagging her. Like, uh, so yeah, go and look in the comments and you can, you can see, um, Johnson's going to post a link there. Um, if you got any questions on it, feel free to hit us up. Also, one other thing is we're going to be using that, um, use subscribers in there to ask questions, bounce, bounce ideas off of, um, t-shirt designs, you know, Hey, do you guys like this one or this one's better? Um, you know, ask your opinions on all sorts of stuff. Um, so we, we kind of want to make that the, uh, you know, make sure that you guys are getting a lot, uh, enough for your money. So Josh price says I come in late. So subscribe stars, the new direction and will the Facebook YouTube options stop or will they continue? They will all continue. This is subscribe star is just in addition to everything that we're already doing, Josh. There's yep, going to be 100%. stuff on, on subscribe star that you will not see anywhere else. We will never, we will always be free. We will always be streaming on here for your, for, you know, we'll be free for you guys forever. Yep. Um, 
So if you want to contribute, you certainly can. And you get that stuff. If you don't want to contribute, that's perfectly freaking fine with us. We're going to keep, we're going to keep talking at you anyway. So yeah, um, we're never going to, we're never going to make you pay to view our content. Hell no. That's, that's never going to happen. Hell no. So. That's not where there's free right in our name. We so might you know. for a nipple here and there, but <laughs> can you blame us? Right. Is that so that's, I mean? uh, that's all I got to say about that. Okay. Let's move on to the news. How fucking fancy is that shit, guys? That's <laughs> that is just so neat. This is partly why I'm a total mess tonight, because I've got a whole bunch of new fucking things going on and new things that I'm <laughs> trying. So I've got 800 things to... To keep Fox is just like in heaven right now. <laughs> Look at all these gadgets and gizmos. Well, it's not even gadgets. It's just new methods and stuff. On yeah, uh, I like making things look nice and different, fun and stuff. Anyways, <laughs> onto the news. Kimber has released. Is it their first polymer framed pistol? Or have they to my knowledge, it is. Yes. So, okay, yeah. Sam. How about you tell us about that? Yeah, um, this is the Kimber R7 Mako. And the reason this even caught my attention, I mean, lately there's been all sorts of these in the news. Um, there, So the only reason this caught my attention is because it's from Kimber. Kimber, as you guys know, is they're all about 1911s, you know, aluminum steel frame and stuff like this. This is uh, their entry into the polymer frame micro game. Um, and this kind of, it's it's a different gun then i mean not massively different but there are some some pretty cool features about this it's a uh, obviously a, a micro um so it's very small but they got the whole um they got two magazines that ship with it it's a 12 and a 14 round uh, obviously the 12 is a flush fit and then they have the the extended mag which is the 14 um the 14 round um other than that i mean there is a few few subtle differences first off the the price um, the MSRP for there's two versions of this. Now they offer the optics ready version, which obviously just comes uh, with a cut slide and no optics on it. And the optics version, um, which obviously comes with an optic on it. And the, the optic that it ships with is a crimson trace, uh, CTS 1500 reflex site, which crimson trace. I'm not, not a huge fan on this. Um, if it was up to me, I would buy the, the optics ready version and put a, you know, Holocent or Trigicon or something like that on it because it is that footprint. It's the RMS. I can't remember the exact, um, name for that. Um, and the other big difference about this thing before I del delve into all the similarities with it is the, the, the way that the slide is cut. Um, they usually, uh, for the ejection, you have the right side cut and the and the top of it cut. This has just the 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 right side cut. It so kind of looks like a a high point um, slide almost. Obviously, not near as ugly. It's a aesthetically pleasing gun. Um, and there's a couple reasons they said they did it this way. Um, one was, and I think the main one was, so all the gas and debris coming out um, during recoil. Um, and extraction isn't fogging up and getting all over your optic. I can kind of see that, but I've never really dealt with that situation at all. 
on any of the the red point or red dot guns that I've fired. Um, and the other one is less chance for um, uh, strange debris and stuff to get in there. I can kind of see that too a little bit, I guess, but I've never had any issues with that um, myself either. Uh, so it's just, that's just the, the, the main difference um, on this gun. Um, it also comes with a, the nice kind of a cool thing about it. It does come with tritium night sights with a Glock cut, which is kind of, uh, kind of neat, uh, Glock dovetail cut. So you can use Glock sights on it. And I was, um, the trigger is, what is it? Five to 6.75 pounds. And for all the reviews that I've seen on it, most people are really very happy with this trigger. They say it's a very nice trigger, you know, a lot better than a Glock. Um, obviously, I don't have my hands on it, so I can't tell the, dif the difference. Um, but all the reviews are saying it's a, it's a very nice trigger. And it's kind of a, it's a Glock style with the, the little uh, safety right in there, uh, flat trigger. Um, and like I said, everybody has been saying it's, it's a pretty slick trigger as the size of it compares um let me see here i was comparing it to a a glock 43 just because i mean that's kind of almost the standard nowadays mm -hmm. um and the weight actually this is heavier than a a glock 43 this this the weight without the magazine comes in at 19.5 ounces and on a glock 43 this is the weight with an empty magazine is 18.7. So it's a little bit uh, heavier than a Glock, but lengthwise, the length of a Glock 43 is, uh, 43X is 6.5 and this is a uh, 6.2. So it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit shorter as well as, um, the height, the height of the Glock is just over five and the height of this is 4.3. So it is a little bit, it is a little bit smaller. Um, the, the reviews that I watched on it says it wasn't, it wasn't, um, as far as recoil goes, it wasn't too snappy. It wasn't too bad. Um, and there was, there was enough area for your hand to grip on it. So overall the main, like I said, the main reason that I was ever interested in this is because Kimber and I have been, an, I've, I've hated on Kimber for all the, I, I do it all the time. If you guys listen to the mm -hmm. podcast, I've openly said Kimber is shit. I do not like them. But it's interesting that they're they're delving into the polymer striker fired market because I think they realize that they're missing out on a hell of a lot of uh, of business. So I, I'm sure that's why they're they're diving in here. Um, but overall, I think this is going to be, you know, Emma. The price tag is a little bit on the more higher end for you know guns comparable to this. Uh, you know, the Shield 365, the 43X. Um, uh, the shield, um, the, all the others that, that have came out that are very similar to this, but I think they're going to do all right. Um, as far as marketing wise go, they, they've got it in the, the hands of the right people. I mean, a lot of, a lot of reviewers on YouTube have, have been pretty happy with this and everything I've seen, it seems like it's going to be a pretty, pretty competitive pretty competitive gun so yeah and, this, and i think like like you said the the progression of them moving into this polymer frame thing i really feel like is mostly um 
them wanting more market share back. You know, when people were all into 1911s and kind of expensive 1911s, you know, they were making good money because people were spending a thousand bucks, 1200 bucks on their 1911s, you know, and people are really trending away from 1911s anymore. So they were, you know, shit, we need to come out with something that people are actually going to buy. So, so I think that was, I mean, just a natural progression for them to get into the polymer frame stuff, just in order to stay relevant in the market. You know, I think that's a, it was a, a smart move on their, you know, on their behalf, just, just to stay relevant in the market. One thing that I noticed about it, I'll pull up a picture here of it again. It looks to me like it's very awkward. Why does it look like the trigger is so far down the frame and like you have to rock your hand forward more to reach the trigger? It looks like if you're gripping it normally, I'm going to... Like your finger wouldn't reach, you mean? Like the finger reach is a long ways to the trigger? Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope I can get that fucking back. Don's back. Leo says it's back. Okay, should we jump right back into what I was trying to say or? Yeah. 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 Let's just continue. Anyways, what I was trying to say earlier, I got a 43 here. And it mm-hmm. looks to me like if you were to hold it nor- like you would a normally a 43, your finger would be way up on the slide and you have to reach down like this to hit the trigger. That just, it looks so freaking awkward to me. Am I wrong? I don't know. I feel like if you held them side by side, they'd look a lot more comparable, but it's hard to, it's hard to say without seeing them directly side by side. I don't know. No, I guess right. I don't. It just looks off to me. I, I don't really see see that what you're talking about. Um, it, I mean, it looks it looks like it's okay to me. I mean, but I don't know. The other the other thing is, is it has a, it does have a pretty deep undercut, um, which is which is kind of nice. I do that to all my a lot better than a Glock. I do that to all my Glocks. So, well, um, how about, look at how much space there is between the top of the trigger guard and the bottom of the slide. Do you, do you understand what kind of what I'm seeing now? There's yeah a lot of room between there. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess I didn't notice that, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, I guess without holding it, I don't know how it would feel, but I see what I do see what you're saying. But I also think that if he, it's just doesn't look the same on a Glock. So may, I don't know, but yeah, it does look like there's a big chunk in between the bottom of the slide and the top of the trigger guard. It's just a really awkward looking gun to me. I don't think I would, I mean, totally judging with nothing to go off of here other than the looks. It doesn't look like it would well, be a fun yeah. gun for me to shoot. It doesn't look comfortable at all. It looks too small and everything. Well, we'll have to get our hands on one. Like I said, the, the reviews of this were pretty pretty good reviews, so it'll be interesting to actually get well, one in the shop and that's fond a little, little bit. Just yeah. people that are... I'll have to look at some of the reviews that you're talking about. 
later, but those could just be people that are never saying bad things about anything. No, not the reviews that I watched, but yeah, you are you're right, but not the not the few that I that I saw. But oh, yeah. anyways, you only watched the I, best, huh? Yeah, no, yeah, not me. <laughs> nope. I only watched the best reviews. Anyways, but what? Going back to what Johnson said, why they're getting into this market as opposed to their normal 1911 market. Like, is there as far as the like the the smaller 1911s, is there even a place for those anymore? I mean, when you got like five, six rounds, um, and you have a, a full uh metal gun, you know, you the weight is heavier. Is there even a place for those anymore? Like yeah. with the older yeah. generation. Right. Target shooting. Not in the concealed carry market, but target shooting there definitely is or competition shooting. Who's gonna who competition shoots with a fucking compact nineteen eleven? Well, not a compact nineteen eleven, I guess. Well, that's what are you saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, but like yes. a heavier frame, a heavier frame pistol is going to be better for competition. Yeah, the nineteen elevens are always going to have their place, but as far as a compact nineteen elevens anymore, you know, for concealed specifically for concealed carry, like Kim, what Kimber offers, um, is there? I mean. Are those are really on their way out? Because I mean, there's so many better options right now. Uh, of course well, yeah, out. I mean, technology is advancing. That's just the way things go. Yeah, falling behind. It's not yeah. going to be too much longer before nobody fucking buys them. I mean, there will be. I'm sure they'll always be around, but they're not going to be something that's very widely used. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, like I said, I was glad to see, even though I hate Kimber and I'll openly admit that I was glad to see that they're open, broadening their horizons a little bit and, and, and trying to get in with what customers are actually wanting rather than just keep putting out the same old tired ass shit like a lot yeah. of companies do. So yeah. it's good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong, but you shut your face. Shut your face. <laughs> The same old thing. Okay, does anybody else have anything to say about that? Because I don't. I do no. not. No. I'm not quite drunk enough to... I do. I guess I do like Don's comment that, you know, for a left-handed shooter, you wouldn't have to worry about brass in your face as much with that side, you know, with the slide not being open on the top. That is a goofy fucking thing to me, too. Yeah. Does anybody else do that other than high point? I don't think so. Not that I am not that I am aware of. Kimber taking tips from High Point now. Hell yeah. And that's like, I don't know, is that just gonna cause more jams? I have no idea. I don't know how that or operates. Is it like, you know, no rifles or anything have that open top, so it'll come out of there. I wonder what uh-huh. the, I wonder what the benefit of that is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, maybe they just did it just to as something different to set them part themselves apart from the other competitors a little bit. Maybe who knows? Hard telling. Okay, moving on. I, I planned this poorly, Johnson. You have two subjects to talk to us I, about. I, I, I should have two maybe right in a row. I maybe should have split them up a little bit, but I didn't have the foresight to think of that. <laughs> so, anyways, how about so, you tell about the Matador Arms? Montgo Nine, I believe it's called. I don't Montgo. know why they named it this. It's it's stupid, weird, right? A terrible name, in my opinion, but a cool product. Um, 
I think anyway, as far as I can tell, just from their little brochure, there's not a whole lot of information out there on this thing. Um, so it's a blowback operated billet upper in nine millimeter, um, no buffer required. So you can, let's start from the beginning here. I didn't go over that very well. This is a, a monolithic billet upper receiver chambered in nine millimeter that you can put on a standard AR lower. Um, it has, it's, it's a blowback operated. It's has its own integrated buffer system. So you don't need the buffer tube and spring and all the system, um, that an AR has, um, five and a half inch barrel standard half by 28 threads, uh, non-reciprocating and reversible charging handle full length pick rail. So it is a monolithic upper handguard kind of included on that deal. Um, you can use it on a standard AR lower if you want to use one of the mag adapters um, to accept like Glock magazines, or you could put it on a dedicated dedicated nine millimeter AR lower. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I thought would be really cool with these is to actually put it on a, a Brownells BRN 180 lower. So you've just got that pick rail uh, section on the on the buffer tube extension. So you can go with like a SIG brace or whatever, um, which I think would look a little better than, you know, trying to come up with some weird little cap or something for the buffer. Um, but if you do plan on running like a, a brace, you could always just run your standard buffer tube, leave it empty and have a, have a SBA three or SB, you know, brace on it. Um, it pretty much it seems like a super cool drop on PCC upper, um, that gives you a lot of options as far as folding stocks and stuff like that. Whereas you don't need, you know, to get the upper plus the bolt carrier, the special nine millimeter bolt carrier group, and then have your different buffers. And then if you want it to fold, you know, just, it's a really cool idea. I think to have it just be a drop on for a standard AR lower. Um, I think their pricing on them is five fifty. They're obviously they're out of stock right now on their website. Um, but yeah, MSRP is five forty nine. I, I saw they're supposed to be shipping in the fourth quarter of this year. So yeah, um, the, and the barrel the barrel is uh, forty one forty nitrided five and a half inch barrel, and the bolt is a forty one forty nitrided bolt as well. So uh, they. They claim no tools required for field stripping, which is good. Um, and then they say AR-15 lowers require the MAG-X Mag -X adapter or similar to accept 9-millimeter pistol mags. Um, otherwise, like I said, you could put it on a on a dedicated AR-9 lower. So a lot of, a lot of variability there. They... This is it's only initially shipping with the the five and a half inch barrel too. They do plan on offering longer barrels. Yeah, so they road. they do say that this five and a half inch barrel is their K version. So this will will be their shortest version. Okay, I wonder how long a barrel that they're gonna end up offering. I'm guessing like probably a ten inch barrel or yeah, something. You you can't get much longer than that with a system like that. Can you? I mean, I don't know I, fucking shit. I can't imagine on a blowback operated you would want much more than that. I feel like 
Yeah, it just get the piss beat out of it with anything longer than that. Yeah. Uh, Johnson, did you find a picture of it like on a lower? Um, oh, I I totally forgot. I have a picture here for you of that. Yeah. Bam. Well, they've got they've got some pictures on their website of them um, on standard AR lowers because they actually make that company uh, Matador Arms actually makes that Mag X uh, Mag adapter that gives you the nine millimeter Mag capability right. in an AR fifteen lower. Right. So. It looks it looks kind of like and, and that's with on a normal AR fifteen lower, but it almost looks mm-hmm. a little bit like you know a Strybog-ish kind of. Yeah, a Strybogger, a B and T. To be you know to, to be honest with you, I love the idea. I love where they're going with this, but that picture mm-hmm. right there is kind of fugly a little bit. But personally, I've never been a huge fan of uh, of uh, nine mil mags in Glock or excuse me, in, in AR-15 lowers. For some reason, it just looks gooberish to me. Yeah, I think if, I really think if you put it on a dedicated AR-9 lower, I believe Matador Arms also sells 9mm lowers. They do, 155 bucks. I saw they are offering 80% lower 9mm lowers earlier, but I didn't look. Any AR9 80% billet lower raw finish $155 in I, stock. I, I really like I really like where they're going with this. Um, just opening up options for for people to to you know beans that fits on an AR15 lower. That's pretty freaking awesome. I really like the idea. Um, I, I I don't know as if I'd buy one because I already have a Strybog but I could certainly see why people would, would want this, want this kind of thing. Um, I mean, it's cool. My thing is what is, what's the price of a, well, pre pandemic, what was the price of the Strybog? Uh, without a brace, 700, 700 ish dollars um, with a brace, you know, around nine or eight, so eight, it's, eight to nine. it's a little bit cheaper of an option. Have yeah. just the upper, but you're not you're not really saving yourself money to go this route. But no, I could see why somebody it, it gives somebody the opportunity. I mean, there's all sorts of opportunities to build. In fact, Arrow just came out with their own dedicated nine millimeters up nine millimeter uppers, if I remember correctly. Um, but I just like it because it's an option for somebody that is into building and uh, their own ARs, you know, to get into mm-hmm. the nine millimeter game relatively uh, easily, whether the monolithic AR is uh, the monolithic upper is any, I think mainly that's just going to be based on looks, whether you like that look or not. I don't know. Frankly, I kind of like the, the look of the upper. I'll have to see it if it's on a dedicated nine millimeter lower, as opposed to the, the AR 15 lower, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you seen? A I do wish. Have has anybody seen an AR nine lower that accepts a CZ Scorpion mag yet? Because mm. that needs to be a thing. I have not. I know you can get lowers for the Grand Power Strybogs uh, that accept Scorpion mags, like Lindells or Lingles or some shit like that. Um, but as far as what you were asking, no, I have not. I've not seen that. Wraith works. Did you Got say one? Did you say, I thought you said rape works. I'm like, boy. Wraith works launches war war score nine scorpion mag AR nine. 
Dude, this it looks like a full gun, but this thing looks nasty. Hmm. Does hmm. anyone actually know anything about Matador Arms? I've heard of I them do not. quite a bit, but I I've never really looked into them or anything. I don't I don't know if they're um, good, bad, what shitty. What the hell was their pistol that they had? They had a pistol out. I feel like they had a pistol out. Maybe I'm crazy. I I don't know. I to to be a hundred percent honest with you, I I just ran across this. I don't even know where the hell I saw it at, and I don't think that I've heard of Matador Arms. They're in Canada. Ah, oh, fucking Canadians. For, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know it's how the hell white north. How does uh? They must have some hellacious licensing up there. Because Canada's like locked down as fuck on um boy, that's cool looking. There they got it on a what the hell is that? Yeah, go to Matador Arms, shop you at matadorarms.com, wherever that is. They got some pretty cool pictures of uh the the stuff that they offer, but did you um, just say go to matadorarms.com wherever that is? Um, I would no, say not. that's at matadorarms.com. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually it's actually shopusa.matadorarms.com. So just Google Matador mm. Arms, and it'll take you right to their website. I yeah, see. I don't know what this what this other little deal they got. It looks like a big MPXK or something. I don't know. Looks cool. Yeah. That's anyway. I see. In the I think the upper. I think the upper is a cool idea. Personally, I do think it is a cool idea. I think Agreed. it's neat. I'm surprised Sam isn't creaming over it. I applaud innovation. Innovation. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that innovative, but oh Jesus, fuck! I've never. Are you drunk? Oh, I've never heard Christ. you say anything like that before. <laughs> it's like. Uh, <laughs> Somebody could tie two rubber bands together and Sam would be like, oh, innovation. Innovation. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to disagree with that. I mean, <laughs> but I, I, that's why I brought it up. That's why I posted it is because I think it's a, it's a cool idea. So that's, that's my two cents on it. Excellent. It is a cool idea. I dig it. The I, the main reason it's so much different though is just because it's a monolithic. Everybody else is doing AR style, you know, with the handguard, yeah. With the handguard being able to come off. This is a yeah. monolithic. Whether that's really adds anything to it, I don't know. It just yeah. looks different, looks cool, whatever. I mean, with with things like the law folder out there, how much benefit is it to actually have a monolith monolithic upper at this point? Right. I mean, if you can fold your buffer tube away, anyways, and because this you can fire without with your with your buffer tube folded, it doesn't need. Uh, uh, it can fire with. It doesn't need a buffer tube. Yeah, so that's a pretty pretty big benefit in of itself. But why? Yeah. What do you mean? But why? I you know mean, when you're when you're when you're cruising down a street in LA, hanging out you're your, doing a your fucking your six four with an AK, you don't want to cruising down the street in my six four. <laughs> I there's definite benefits to it. Whether you know, pulled out the deuce deuce. Yeah. All right, 
So you know what would be a really cool optic on top of that Mongo 9? No. Upper? What What's would that, that Johnson? be, Johnson? The Holosun Ames. Oh, The wow. AEMS, the new Holosun uh, red dot optic they have. It's a fully enclosed red dot, um, similar to like their 508, 509 line for pistols, but upsized a little bit. Um to be more for a rifle or a carbine or PCC platform. Um, so in typical hollow sun fashion, it's, you know, 50,000 hours, um, has the solar backup, their shake awake technology, which in my opinion, their shake awake technology is probably top of the industry. Um, cause a lot of times they see, you know, anytime like EOTech is, I think, once you push a button, it turns off after four hours after the last button push where this is like motion activated. Um, but they use their multi-reticle system. So you've got either the segmented ring, the segmented ring with a dot or just the dot. Um, and they come in green or red. Um, it's on a lower one-third co-witness mount. Um, both ends actually have, uh, flip down caps on them. Um, you don't need them. You don't need to run with them open. Um, they actually, a lot of people who were initially testing it, uh, didn't even know they were flip down caps cause they're, they're, they look like part of the body of it. You can't hardly tell that they're actually flip down caps. Um, you can see right through them. There's no, they were, saying that they really didn't see any flare, you know, like any bloom on the, on the reticle from the caps or anything. It was really clear. Um, so there is glass lenses on either end of the optic. Um, but then they use the polycarbonate, uh, caps that go on there. Why? Um, um, in case, so basically what they say is to protect the glass, right? So if anything, hits it or anything, just an extra layer of protection. And also if it gets dirty or muddy or covered in snow or water, um, you can actually just flip them down quick instead of like trying to wipe it off of the glass. You can just flip them down quick and it clears your sight picture up. Right. Um, it is a 7075 aluminum housing, um, pretty typical hollow sun construction. Um, they're saying that it's, it's much, it's smaller, uh, footprint and size wise than like a 20 millimeter red dot, your typical 20 millimeter red dot optic, but it's actually giving you a field of view more like their larger, like 501 full size, big red dots. Um, just because of the big square window, um, MSRP on these, the green option to get the green reticle is like right around 500, 505 bucks. And the red one on their websites, the MSRP is showing 470. Um, so pretty competitively priced in terms of other similar optics, I guess, if you compare it to like an Aimpoint Pro, uh, a Vortex Huey, an EOTech, it's pretty comparable in, in price range. Um, seems like it's going to be typical Holosun quality you know, runs on a 2032 battery, 50,000 hours battery life. It's got eight daylight brightness settings and four night vision settings. Um, I mean, the damn thing just, 
I, I hate to say, um, you know, too many good things about Holosun because they are, you know, a uh, foreign manufacturer, but they're building some quality shit and they're, they're definitely uh, coming out with some new cool things. That's what I was just going to say. I hate that. I like, I'm turning into a, a fucking Holosun fanboy, and I don't, I don't like that. Turning into. Yeah. You probably you have been for a while. I've, I've been there for a while, but man, it's, it's hard to argue with, I mean, they're it is. Some, some good shit, man. This it is, is. I, um, I could even see myself coughing up the money to, to put one of these on, on one of my, on one of my running gun guns. So I, I, I yeah. And they're basically they, the way they kind of, the way they kind of describe this thing is um, more for the high speed, low drag guys. Right. So like you want something on an MP5 or a, a real short, AR platform or sub guns, that grand, kind of thing. Grand power Strybog. Yeah. Yep. Any kind of little sub gun, nine millimeter PCC, something like that. That's kind of what this is targeted at. Um, not necessarily for, for a full size AR beauty gun or anything like that. They're, you know, they're, they say they're like 501 style full size red. That would be more, you know, suited for that kind of thing. But it's a good meet in the middle between a full on full size red dot for an AR and a pistol red dot, you know, cause you think about putting on an MP five, you're either putting like an RMR or, you know, what else do you put on there? A full size red dot. And that thing's huge on top of an MP five. So this is a good middle ground. Um, I don't know. seems like, it seems like it's going to be a really cool optic. I, I don't know. I was really looking at a, a Vortex Huey, the new Gen 2 Hueys, but this might fit the bill. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. When is this going to be available? I didn't find um, I believe it is. I believe they released it for purchase. I don't really, because I Googled it and could not find a fucking thing. Let me see here will be available October 21. October. Okay. So you'd be lucky to get your hands on one. The way Hollis and Red Dot sell, you might get one by next year sometime. Yeah, maybe next June. It took me six or seven months to get my hands on a 508T and almost as long to get my hands on the 507K. So they uh, they sell like hotcakes. Yeah. So. And, and what, whether you like it or not, I mean, Hollison puts out what the people want and they're, that is oh, one yeah. thing that they're extremely good at that. You got it. You got to give them that. And I do want to, I do want to make a note on this too. Um, the weight, the weight of this thing is, or I just had it 3.9 ounces. That's, that's without the mount on the bottom, but you know, maybe another ounce and a half. So you're looking under, under a half a pound for red dot with, you know, flip up caps and solar backup and fully enclosed emitter. That's pretty damn yeah. light. Yeah. Looking, yeah at I'm, the, uh... looking at the thing without like any reference to its size looks like it would be fucking enormous but then it's they set it next to one of the regular other red dots and it's yeah fucking it's pretty tiny. small 
It's, I think it's a really, really good size for like a PCC or something like that, or like a little sub gun. I think it's, it is the perfect size, man. Or even, you know, like a 11 and a half inch, 12 and a half inch AR, some, you know. Fuck, I'd run that on my 16. It's, it's yeah. got a, apparently it's got a bigger window than what I'm running now. What I'm running now is works just fine, mm-hmm. which I fucking and hate that saying, but. It's, it's got the whole, um, what do you call it, um, with the circle around the dot? The multi-reticle deal, yeah. It's a segmented circle, uh, so 65 MOA segmented circle, and then a 2 MOA center dot. And, Which, and like I said, you can choose between those options, too. So you got the three options. You've got both the ring and the center dot, uh, or either or. You could do just the ring for real close-up stuff or just the dot remember, for a more traditional Remember that's why people used to buy hot, used to buy EOTex is is because of that 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 site that right there. Yeah. Um, because aim points, do aim points even offer those yet? Do you know Johnson? I don't believe so. I, think I don't think aim points just a dot. As yeah, far as I'm, I th- as far as I know. And and you might know this, but the EOTex can you just have the dot or is it always that holographic type site? Do you know if you get if you always if you can just do this the dot or not? On the Holosun? No, on the on the EOTex. EOTex, oh, I'm pretty sure it's just that reticle and that's it. I think you're right. So that's that's But I it. think they do offer options that are just the dot. I think you're probably right. But it, it's a different part number. I mean, it's a completely different optic. I think I could be wrong. Anyways, either ways, uh EOTex are what do EOTex run? They're fucking, they're pretty damn expensive. Uh, EXPS three, EXPS threes are like 600 to 650. So it's, it's nice to have an option like Hollis on that's, you know, this is still around mm-hmm. four to 500 bucks. You know, you're coughing up a good amount of money. Um, but I, I can stomach four to five rather than I can six to seven. The one thing I, I guess I don't really know. Is this is still like a reflex site? It's not a holographic site, right? So it's just uh, an emitter putting the the reticle on the lens, right? Right. Um, so there is that. It's not a true holographic site like the Vortex Huey or the EOTex. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for a lot of people, that doesn't really matter. To me, it doesn't. No, yeah. not at all. Cool, cool site, though. I'm definitely intrigued by it. I saw this uh, earlier this week, and I, I just kind of flipped by it. But then you mentioned it, and I got to looking at it, and it's it's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig it. Any other thoughts? Box, what else you got for us? Well, if no one has any other thoughts about that, I think we'll be moving right along. To um, gun safety. This is your gun safety class here, folks. This is your gun safety, Sally speaking. Actually, I, I was just thinking about this recently because recently I've caught myself. I've been doing a lot of photos with my own firearms here lately, and everything I keep in my safe is isn't unloaded and everything like that. But I've caught myself going in and grabbing a firearm and not checking it. And that's 
bothered me because that's always been a been a habit of mine. Like I don't care if I watch you check a firearm right in front of me and hand it to me. I've always take drop the mag, yep. check the chamber. Always done that until recently, and I've noticed that, and that's that's really bothered me. So I was, I wanted to kind of get your guys' thoughts on how you can stop getting uh, to that point where you're so comfortable with firearms that you start not really giving a shit or not paying attention like you used to about gun safety. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I do. And for me, this is uh, this is a subject that I'm very well familiar with because I obviously I literally am fondling guns all day long. Um, but I think the first thing is acknowledging it. Um, you know, you've acknowledged there's a problem. Um, and now you can now you can fix it. Um, the, and the only way to fix it is just is is just discipline. And like I said, I, I work on guns all day long. So even even if I know there is there is no ammo allowed in this or in this this work area in my shop, there is no ammo. Um, so every time I pick up a gun, when I go to disassemble it whether I'm the only one that touched that gun since it came in the door and I know it's dis- and I know it's not loaded that it, it's it's just checked it's just something that I do and it it's it's to the point where it's almost that if if I have an assembled upper on the on the the vice there's a barrel there and I am I'm leery of that like I don't point you know it's just it's just ingrained in you and you, you just have to do it. Like I said, you know that you have a problem. So force yourself to do it to the point where it just, it's just second nature anymore. It's not like, it's not something that you have to think about. Um, but that's, that's, that was the case up until recently. And remember, not everyone works on firearms for a living. So you're, you're doing it 24 seven. So you're constantly thinking about that shit. But for me, I'll handle a firearm maybe a few times a week. So it's not like I can just constantly fuck. I'm, it's constantly on my mind. This has just gotten to the point where, I don't know, I've just kind of stopped thinking about it. But I'll, I'll realize it after a little bit. But I don't think just saying, well, discipline is, is, is the right answer here. I mean... Yeah, I can solve anything by being disciplined. That's that's a, a vague answer. Well, there's Do really better, Sam. Uh, I mean, when it comes to, especially like you're not talking like out at the range, even you're just talking. Oh, I just grabbed it out of my safe. I'm going to take a picture of it. There's really no other way to stop you from getting complacent other than being disciplined about it. There's really no other way to, you know to make yourself do it unless you literally have a fucking electro, you know, you got them fucking wired up on a fencer electric fence set up. So every time you touch it, zaps you. Oh shit. Yeah. I got to remember to check this, you know, what else, what else are you supposed to do other than be disciplined about remembering to check it? Uh, I, That's I, the I, thing is, I mean, self-discipline is kind of okay, really re- remember 
I'm right now, I'm not, this wasn't just about me. This is just no, how I, avoid I, yeah, becoming, I totally understand. Avoid becoming complacent with, with firearms handling. So how do you imagine? I don't know anything about the firearms. You can't just tell me when you're teaching me firearm safety, you just got to be like, just be disciplined. That doesn't work. Um, so how does one it, avoid becoming complacent with where they're at with firearm safety? I don't know, I don't know it, that I'm the person to ask on that. Like, cause is, I, discipline I guess, the best answer we're going to come up with here? Well, no. I mean, you think about if you talk to anybody who teaches firearm safety or anything like that, that's just part of it is, you know, you go through the basic firearm safety rules anytime you handle a firearm and they try and drill that into your head. If you're an instructor, you know, with a bunch of first time shooters, that's going to be something that you drive home very firmly into your students is that these are the firearm safety rules and you follow them every single time you touch a firearm. And that has to be your self-discipline to do that. So, I mean, and, and maybe it's, maybe you need to handle firearms more often box. Maybe you need to grab your guns more. Maybe it, because I mean, at a certain point it becomes a habit, right? For Sam, how often do you think about it? You just do it out of habit. You just check it. Right. And I'm the right. same way. I grab my shit out of my safe. It's just habit. I just check it every time. And sometimes I check it three times while I'm holding it. I don't even pay attention to it. I just do it. So I, I don't know. Man. I think that's I, the best <laughs> answer right there. Johnson is to repetition do it, is to do it more. I think yeah, as, I mean, as sad as it sounds, I mean, you, you have to, it has to become to habit. Be you think of, look at the rest of your training, right? Look at your, your holster draw that has to become habit. It has to become muscle memory. You, you know, you have to self-discipline yourself to do it the same way. Every time it has to become muscle memory. It has to just become habit. You do it the same way every single time. That's the same way with safely handling a firearm. You just have to do it that way every time. And it has to become a habit. Yeah. And I think the other, the other solution, uh, it's not, it's not a solution, but it's, it's an aid in, in helping you become disciplined. Go Google gunshot wounds. <laughs> go, yeah. go Fire see safety accidents. Like, and, and box, I totally don't get me wrong, dude. I totally understand where you're coming from. Oh, I, I do too. Yeah, I get it. I totally do. Um, and it's super easy to become, become complacent uh, on this shit because like, if you've never, you know, if it's every gun you've always, you've ever picked up, you know, has never been loaded. You never had an issue. There's been two times actually, um, two times when I've checked the chamber and holy fuck, there's something in there. The first time was years ago, back when I was living at Johnson, were you ever at my other house here in town? No, I had a, I had a basement set up where I did all my, my building and reloading and everything like that. And I was down there one night and I was, I was working on my gun and I had it, uh, there was, I don't even know how it happened. It was in a vice on a, on a vice block. There was a magazine there at some point. Um, and I, I was fiddling with it somehow around had got loaded into that chamber. And I, I went to check it 
again, even though I was 110% positive that that was empty, I was sure and shit that that thing was empty. And I pulled that charging handle back and holy fuck, there's a freaking round in here. Um, and that, I think, I think that might have a lot to do with why I, it's so easy for me now. Um, and the other one was four or five months ago, a friend brought a, what brought a gun in, um, AR 10 where we're, we're working on, and, you know, he hands it to me. Um, and I didn't immediately check it right when he handed it to me, but when I put it on the vice and started working on it, pulled back a charging hand, three out, 308 round flies out. What the, f- Oh, that's not supposed to be in there. You think, uh, <laughs> uh, so I think if you have a couple of those, those instances, like it just drives home the point where you, you don't know, like you're never, you don't know a hundred percent. If somebody tells you that this gun is unloaded, are you going to put your life in their hands by their words? I never trust it. Hell no. Even if it's, I don't care. Yeah, I know. I'm still going to check. I trust you two with my life, but I don't give a shit. What an idiot. If you tell me a gun is unloaded, that means nothing to me. Like you might as well shut your mouth. I don't fucking care what you have to say. Uh, (laughs) You know, and I got customers that come in here, hand me a gun. Oh, it's unloaded. Don't care what you have to say, partner. I'm fucking checking it. Yeah. Um, so box, I think Johnson answered it earlier. Um, the only option is uh, repetitiveness. Just do it until it becomes a habit. I, I mean, and, right. and like I said, I think, I think it's just got to become, you got to look at it just as with the rest of your training, right? Anytime you're dry firing, you're holstering, you're presenting, it just becomes a habit. And, you know, a form, you do it the same with the same form every time. So anytime you get a gun out of the safe, first thing you do, pick it up, check it, you know, and at at some point you do it enough, it becomes habit. See, I think part of it, part of my problem too, has been, like I said earlier, I don't keep anything loaded into my safe. I mean, I have Mm -hmm. a bunch of loaded mags in there, obviously, but I don't have any guns that are actually loaded in there. With my carry gun, I have no fuck. I have no problem with that. I I'll check that if I pick that if it goes in my hand, I'm checking it. I'm dropping the mag. I'm checking the mag. Um, and all mm-hmm. that before I slap it in my holster, or say if I'm over at Sam's and I see a gun on the counter and I want to check it out, I'll check the chamber and stuff then. But it's always keep your shit in your safe loaded. <laughs> why it'll make you check it <laughs> I mean, you keep your carry gun loaded you check it that's that's true load the shit in your safe that's a lot of loading un- and unloading though all you gotta do is take the mag out rack it if you're gonna take a picture of it or fuck with it but then I gotta, I'm just saying it works for your carry gun you a, check that motherfucker take so. a picture with the mag in it then I gotta lose everything in the mag and do you not uh, have empty mags in your so safe? So much work. I don't I'm not this disciplined. Like, I don't feel like Johnson, <laughs> I mean I, I appreciate where the idea, but I don't feel like just load every fucking gun you have is probably <laughs> is probably the solution to this. Especially when you got like eighty guns in your house, you know. <laughs> well, you know. 
don't know. I, it's you know, I just think I like I said. I think it's just got to become habit. You just got to play with your guns more, box. That's oh, true. shucks. That is a, and that could be the other problem too, because a lot of what I of my playing with my guns and stuff is done with a fucking CO two BB gun that doesn't mm-hmm. even have a mag in it. That's inoperable. So I always just pick that up and pew, 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 you know, that type shit. No, I don't say pew, pew when I'm shooting. But You should. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe that's actually been a, a downside of using a BB gun for my... Yeah, you're getting complacent because you know you're not using a real gun. I think maybe that could be some of it, too. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Okay, well... I think we solved that. Maybe. Anything else, folks? Well, uh, gun safety is important, people. And like Box said, it's easy to get complacent. And uh, I think you you need to be uh, paying attention to what you're doing, no matter what you're doing with a firearm. Anytime you pick one up, you need to be... Um, you know, there's a reason that the firearm safety rules say that treat every firearm like it's loaded because like Sam said, sometimes you think they're not, but Oh shit. How'd that get in there? Um, so, you know, those safe, those safety rules are there for a reason. Make sure you follow them, make them have it. And, uh, you know, keep your eye out. Cause you might get one that I swear I checked that, but Lo and behold, there's one in the chamber. Don't I, don't make a mess of yourself. I think one uh, big issue with a, with nah, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but a lot of times when there's negligent negligent discharges, is the people that have have become so arrogant. Like me, I'm not overly confident. I've just become too comfortable but i think there's a lot of people that have they're so arrogant that they can't even fathom that they would make a mistake they're like nope Mm -hmm. like like sam said earlier he was like i was positive that thing was was unloaded but there's a lot of people i think that are just so arrogant that they can't fathom that they would ever make a mistake have you seen the video of that guy that range officer who's got that big ass revolver Yep. That's what, oh, exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. Drills himself in the face. You mean to do that? Yep. Yep. And he was acting too- all tough. It's like, you dumb son of a bitch. You're talking to people who don't know anything about firearms. You got to admit that you made a mistake right there and tell them that is why the firearm safety rules are so goddamn important. That's- you never put your under tri- figure on the trigger trigger until you are ready to fire. And that is the reason why right there. That was the exact same video I was just thinking about, Johnson. And you know what? That video would not have gone viral had he just, just probably wouldn't have gone viral had he just owned up and be like, "Holy shit!" You know, yeah. it was his, it was his arrogance and his mm-hmm. his moronic attitude. Yep, yep, yep. No, I meant to do that. Had he used that as a teaching moment and said, "Listen, right. I've been wor- I've been working with firearms for twenty years, whatever it was. I just had a negligent discharge." you know, use that as a teaching moment, but right. he, instead he acted like a, a douche, you know, but yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would, I'm, I'm trying to move on, but I'm in, 
feel like I got a burp, so I'm kind of stalling. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the update. Okay. Moving on. This is cool gear with under $50 with Sam. Ooh. Sam, what do you got? I got my own intro. And All right. I just, I just made that up. The music, I was, <laughs> I didn't mean on talking. Or mean All right, talk. guys. So, yeah, this is uh, cool gear under $50. And this is stuff that I um, I either use myself or I've, I've messed with it and, and, and got my, my dirty little hands on it and played with it. And I approve of it. And this one, actually, I'm I'm extreme. I'm really excited for this this item. I I just got this last week, so I've been using it for, um, you know, less about less than a, just a little little less than a week. Uh, but it is a a sog baton. Now this is not a huge. Uh, That's the not, smallest baton a, I've ever seen. It's it's not a real popular <laughs> item. But what this is, obviously, you guys know of SOG. It's a it's a quality piece of uh, equipment. Most of the stuff that SOG puts out, unless you know you're buying it at Walmart, um, they are American made, so that's a that's a good uh, plus too. But what this is, this is the Baton Q2, and there's 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 four different batons, um, and this is the uh, the second one. I believe three has been discontinued. Doesn't matter. But anyway, the cool thing about this is, and the reason that I got it is because obviously it looks like a pen or a flashlight. It has a, a little uh, pocket clip on it so you can carry it. But this is the coolest thing. It's got a flashlight in there. Um, and this is comparable to my stream light that I always carry. I've been carrying my stream light for a good, hell, I don't know, 15 years. No joke. Um, and this, the last, the last week has replaced that. So I've been using this. Um, and the coolest, the other cool thing about this is it's got four tools in it. The second, the second tool is a, a little knife. Now this is a, a two and a half inch blade. Um, the steel on it, I can't remember the steel off the top of my head. I'll have to look. Um, but it's like I said, two and a half inches, but it's, just pops right out of there. And it, I'm not going to lie. It takes you a little bit to figure out how to do it one-handed. Um, even the first time that I picked it up, it took me a little, you know, a few seconds to figuring out how the hell does this work? But once you get it figured out, you can do it one-handed. Um, it's not like the smoothest thing I'm general. I'm used to carrying, uh, I carry, a, a what they call a switchblade an auto knife. You know, you just press the button opens that sucker right up. So this is a little bit different for me. Um, but it does open easily once you get used to it. Um, that is the uh, the second tool in there. Uh, the third and fourth tool is the the bottle opener and the screwdriver. So that's kind of a nice piece. Now the reason I I got this, I bought this, um, is just because I always carry a flashlight and a knife in my pocket. That's what I always do. Um, except when I'm carrying, uh, except when I'm in sweatpants, generally I'll just carry one or the other, but I didn't like that. I don't like swapping out. So I got this, you can have both, you know, you're not going to freaking gut a Taliban with this thing. You know, if somebody attacks you, it's not a, a rapid deployment situation. Um, but it's there if you need it. And I like the flashlight aspect of it. 
So basically I'm getting two tools in one. So that part of it, I was extremely pleased with. And like I said, I've been using it for the last week or so, and I, I'm very happy with the quality of it. Um, that being said, there are a couple things that I'm not super pleased with, but I understand why they did them. The first being, I don't particularly like the way that you have to turn the flashlight on. It is a twist end mm. instead of the, instead of the, the streamlight click bottom. Obviously, you know, you have the knife back there. They could not do it that way. So I understand why they did it this way. But that just takes a little bit of getting used to. You can do it one-handed. Um, so that's that's not a game changer for me. But that being said, I will not be carrying this when I'm out at night with my gun. And I need it to be a quick deployment. Bam it's on because this is just something it's, that's not going to work. That's not, that's not what this is intended for. And that's not what I will be using it for. The other thing that I'm not a huge fan of is, and this is going to sound weird, but the way it fits in your mouth. Um, anybody, anybody that uses a flashlight knows that that son of a bitch is in your mouth all the freaking time. This is not, I mean, it works, but it's not near as comfortable as my streamlight. You wish it was bigger, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, I'm giving honest reviews here. This this is just something that, that came up, and that was that's that's my only two two faults of this thing so far. Um, otherwise, I'm very happy with this. Um, I got it on Amazon. It goes for $32.95. I think it's well that's worth it. the money. Um, especially if you're using it, like I'm using it to replace, you know, two items in your pocket down to one, um, in my shop, I, I, I don't know. I, I may keep using this. I think it's won me over. I'm not hundred percent on it yet. Um, but I'm pretty happy with it. Definitely worth the money. Um, the other there's, there's two other options. Like I said, the Q3 got discontinued. I'm pretty sure. And I'm going to do reviews on these other ones because SOG has, has won me over with this piece of equipment here. There is the uh, the Q1, which has, it's a pen, which I really like, but it's got scissors in it. And then as well, it's got this, this same tool at the end as well, the, the bottle opener and a screwdriver. So that's the Q1 and the Q4, uh, actually the Q1, excuse me, is $22.50. So that's uh, quite a bit cheaper. And then the Q4 is where it really gets gets spicy. You got your uh, your pliers. You got a screwdriver with a ton of bits in it. Um, and there's it looks like there's one, two, three, 12 bits, thir 12 or 13 bits that come with this thing. Um, so, you know, you got Phillips flathead, probably looks like Torx and stuff in there. But then you also have a, uh, like I said, pliers, uh, bottle opener, screwdriver, knife, file. Um, and that is the, the Q4 goes, goes for $49.90 or $48.99. Um, I think, like I said, both of these things are things that I'm going to be reviewing on here because it's under $50 and the way I, I'm really happy with this. So hell yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with this. I applaud SOG for their, uh, for their effort on this. And, uh, you guys will be hearing more about these things, uh, here in the future. You, you know, need... one thing I never understood was a file. I, I, I never quite got that either. Like what the fuck am I going to use a file for? Um, 
like same thing with like Swiss army knives and you know, it's always on the side of like your super shitty saw blade on like a multi-tool on like a Leatherman or something. It's like, right. you might as well just take that fucking shitty saw that doesn't work out along with the fucking file you got on the side of it. Like, what am I doing? Right. Right. It's, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I, I don't think there's, you know, it's, it's just standard for a, it's meant to sell to people like Sam. Right. <laughs> well, you're, you know, your typical boy scout, you know, yeah. God, you know what? I'm going to laugh my asses off when the apocalypse comes along. And for and some, you got a file and we some, don't for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, we're going to run into a situation in the zombie apocalypse. When you two are like, fuck, I wish I had a file. And I'd be like, you know what? Here you go, boys. I got this covered. Hey, I got a, I got a whole set of like rat tail files, round tail or round files, flat you're files in my toolbox. Those. those are the last fucking thing you're going to, you're going to grab when we go. Why out am I leaving mission. my house? Well, we're out me? on a mission, man. We're like killing zombies and doing, I don't know. My I'm files, staying home. I carry my files in the same pocket as my tourniquet. What the fuck are you talking about? All right. All right. <laughs> <your files>. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Always right, keep a spare files. rat tail file, you know? Yeah. My tourniquet yeah. pouch. I always thought that file was supposed to be like a nail file. I mean, that's the only thing a person would ever use it for. Well, you know, what if you got to like file through some freaking handcuffs or a chain, <laughs> you know, or make your own, make would... your own bump key to <laughs> steal a fucking car. You, I'm not you, a doctor. I don't know. That's how you're going to do a review of this thing, Sam. You're going to use that to file through some handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a seven hour fucking review. Video. Well, it's going to be, be a clear, week just, just so we're clear, there's not a file on this. This is one of the ones I'm going to buy in the future. Uh, Oh, okay. you on this oh, on this particular one so <laughs> but i i'll I, i'll give it to you i did handle that thing a couple days ago when i saw sam and i would, didn't think it was an enormous piece of shit i was surprised to hear that it was only 32 dollars. is the is the hinge on the top pretty decent or does it seem like it's gonna break off eventually uh no actually it's it's really nice um and i will say when i first got this it was a little bit stiffer <laughs> and but there's a, I don't know. It if always you guys, gets softer with age. I don't know if you guys can see this, but there's like a gear system in there. Um, so it's, it's actually a really smooth operator, smooth operating uh, system here, but smooth uh, operator. I, I'm, I'm really happy with it. Uh, Leo <laughs> says, does the flashlight go in your mouth too? <laughs> That's not how oh, flashlights yes. work, Leo. The flashlight is his mouth. I <laughs> think you guys are. That's why I love you guys. That's why I love the uh, love the listeners on this show. You guys are just as perverted as we are. Some are probably <laughs> far more so. Uh, and that's anyways. That's uh, that's all I got on this, guys. I'm, I'm I'm really happy with it so far, though. Excellent. Moving on. Tonight, on don't carry that shit. It's not a super exciting one, but you definitely shouldn't carry it. I came across this thing. I think I saw it, an article on like the firearm blog or something. That they obviously paid for, but it's called the, the Recover Tactical PCH Slide Picatinny Rail with Charging Handle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> that is a mouthful right? of a name. One more time, Box. Sells for thirty nine ninety five, 
and I'll, I'll throw up an image here. What it is, it's, I, I can't even fucking explain it. it. It's this composite thing that clamps on the back of your slide that has a Picatinny rail on top of it so you don't have to mill your slide for a red dot. And the only... I can only guess or assume that it clamps on the very underside of the slide. So there can't be a whole lot holding oh. it down there. I don't know where else it would clamp because it clamps vertically. So I don't know how else it would clamp. But that just looks terrible to me. I don't know how that would work at all. But I was looking at their website and in the description of it, they say, if you wanted a charging handle and an optic, you had to choose one or the other or modify your weapon by cutting the slide. But with the PCH-17, you can have both with no modifications. Why would you want an optic and a charging handle on your on your pistol? If you have and an optic, you, you have you a charging When you use a red handle. dot, it's an inch higher than if you were to mount it in the slide. Yeah, no shit. But if you have an optic, you have a fucking charging handle. Who's going to be like, well, I have an optic, but I'm going to have to stick some fucking enormous charging handle in the pocket, back of it, too. It's a pistol. They don't have charging handles. Nor quit. Why do you need it? Well, what I can see charging handles being useful for, for people like, with like arthritis and stuff like that, but I don't see how a charging handle would Use be the more optic. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I don't understand how that would be more people beneficial. Well, my question is, there's a Picatinny rail on top of this, and then you guys, you guys know how red dots work. Like you have to mount them. Like usually they're they're mounted right to the the slide. But if you wanted to mount them to a Picatinny, you have to mount another piece on there. So they're That's even... That's what I'm saying. This thing's like an inch high. Yeah. So you'll have the Picatinny and adapter and then the the thing is the, the red yeah. dot itself. So this is going to look like a fucking abortion on top of your... I mean, that's just going to be hideous. TFB has got an article on their website about it and they got some pictures on there. And my God. Oh, that is where I saw it then. But Brutal. they also claim that it makes carrying even more comfortable. Or I think they said it's perfect for carrying or something like that. But how would that <laughs> how would that not yeah. make carrying the most uncomfortable fucking thing ever? It's got Yeah, let me add it's a literally giant block of plastic on my carry gun and say it's more comfortable. Things, right? No. Definitely no. gonna push the top of your slide or the back of your slide out and there's going to be a giant hot spot wherever that fucking big old there's going to yep. be a ball jabbing into your side the entire time yep I, it's just it's terrible that's why it's it on, on this segment I don't fully understand it of course looking around the rest of Recover Tactical's website I can understand why this is one of the fucking <laughs> products that they offer because it seems to be right up their alley yeah, but I, I, I just I don't recommend it. I would not carry that shit. Nope. Sam, are no. you deep in thought? Or are you frozen? 
Um, I was frozen, but I stopped my video. Oh, there you are. Um, I think <laughs> no. I'm. I think I'm still good. You're back now. Just, just deep in thought. You no. freeze whenever you're quiet for so long. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think I th there. There's. I understand the need for like a like adding a more grip, a charging handle of some point of some sort to the back of some guns for people with weak hands. Um, but I don't understand. I think I think together the the Picatinny rails that's fucking stupid. Um, I, I I don't see the point of it. What's the? Did you get a price on this box? Thirty nine ninety five. So it is much cheaper than milling your slide. I will say that. <laughs> also, substantially worse. Well, I did not make a comment on that whatsoever. You know I just e said it is substantially cheaper. You know it's even it's cheaper. Polymer, isn't? Yes. Yeah. You know what's even cheaper, Johnson? JB welling your optic to your slide. Boom. <laughs> You're not should, wrong. You know what? Let's buy, a high, let's buy a high point and a cheap red dot optic and fucking do that. I saw Is blue it on there. Yeah. I'm 100% down. <laughs> Someone torture test. That. We could, that's a two for one torture test, too. Like, beat the ever-living tar out of a high point. And you guys know I love throwing pistols. Like, that is one of my favorite things to do. Beat the shit out of that and the cheap red dot. And test the durability of the JB Weld at the same and time. And test the JB Weld. We got to get the Gorilla Glue version. Mm, yeah. There you go. There you go. What do you think the chances are? Say you stuck an RMR on the top of this, one of the most durable fucking sites that you can. Mm -hmm. What are the chances, say we threw it like you did at a dueling tree, what are the chances that this thing would survive or hold zero? Mine was fine. Zero. It's on. It's mounted on polymer. Mm -hmm. Right? And the, the bottom yeah, lips... Yeah, absolutely no way it holds zero. The bottom lips have to be just paper thin. I don't see that thing for surviving anything. Even a, no. a drop from shoulder height. No, it's going to rip right off. I guarantee if you Aaron Cowan that bitch into a barricade and just, it's already fucked. Oh, 100%. Yep. Yep. No, okay. piece of crap. Don't yeah. carry that shit. Absolutely. Recover tactical. Stay away from them. They're terrible. You don't want that. Yep. Don't carry that yep. shit. Okay. I think that's all we have for you tonight, folks. It has been just the best time, the most fun time so good. I've had with you guys. It's been a interesting episode. Thank you all for stopping around and uh, chatting with us. It's been kind of a quiet night, but we had some conversation going on. Uh, as we were talking about at the top of the episode, we do have a Subscribestar account now. So if you, for some reason, enjoy us enough to to want to give us money and help us grow and continue uh, making ourselves better, putting out better content, offering better prod products for you guys. Go to Subscribestar, sign up. It starts at $2 a month, which is practically nothing. Uh, otherwise, we do this live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and most of all, our website lifeshortlivefree.com every other wednesday night 8 30 p.m 
Central Time. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com, on Facebook, not on Instagram anymore, because Instagram are <laughs> commies. Also, check out Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. And I think that's it. Check out LifeShortLiveFree.com. Guys, if you don't want to join a you know monthly subscription thing, but you still want to support us somehow, head over to LifeShortLiveFree.com. You might not be able to get the subscribe star exclusive shirts, uh, but we've still got shirts and stickers and stuff over on lifeshortlivefree.com. Um, so if you don't want to join a monthly subscription thing, you know, if that's not something you're into, but you still want to support us and get something for it, head on over to lifeshortlivefree.com, grab something over there. Yeah, there is a, there's uh awesome shirts up over there. And actually this shirt is on pre-sale over there. You can go and grab that. That just went on pre-sale today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for sticking around, stopping by. We greatly appreciate it. You guys are awesome. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, be checking us out on uh, major podcast providers and lifeshortlivefree.com. You can listen to every single episode we have right there on lifeshortlivefree.com under the uh, listen to the show tab. But yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. And until then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. Look at how Sam throws. And repeal the NFA. See you later, guys. We love you.